Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again. Welcome into Crew Call, presented by Flow Racing. Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR Roots. You can subscribe, to, uh, subscribe today, that is, by going to flowracing.com. Talking racing from the garage perspective is what we do here on Crew Call. Steve Post, pit reporter for the Motor Racing Network, joined as I am each and every week by 25-time winning and championship winning crew chief Todd Gordon. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Good, good deal, good deal. You have spent a little time uh, traveling. You have we we talked about the fruits of your labor, the the not wanting the grind of weekly NASCAR racing. Yeah, you have enjoyed the fruits of that labor. Uh, you went overseas, visited with your daughter, had the 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 weekend when everyone else was at Coda. You had some good quality family time. Yeah, we uh, we took the week uh, the week building up to that. I actually made it home. To watch all the festivities from Coda. Oh wow, good I, deal! I landed. Uh, I landed midnight Friday night, uh, uh, coming back. But took a week over there. My daughter's studying in uh, Belgrade, Serbia. Uh, it's a Clemson study abroad program, and uh, it was her spring break, so we got to we got to do a little touring. Got to see a lot of uh, a lot of neat stuff. You have shared with us the reason, one of the reasons you have stepped down from active weekly crew chiefing was for this. So yep. was the reward. Was the payoff at the end to get a chance to do that? What yeah. was that like? Yeah, definitely, really cool, uh, really cool, great time to just be able to bond. Uh, you know, my 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 oldest is twenty years old and a junior at Clemson, and and you know I, I raced all the way through her childhood. So uh, opportunity to go over there and and just spend a week of of just uh, exploring, and it was really cool to 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 step back and to be able to make family a priority, which is what this challenge change was for me at the end of last year. Nice, glad to see that. Yeah. So you get back in time, and you see the maiden voyage of the new race car on a road course. What is your take on what we saw? Uh, I think it exceeded everything that we thought it could be. I thought this car was going to be a better road course car. I thought it was an opportunity for uh, for you know it to it to showcase itself. And, and we didn't know we'd seen it in testing. Yep. We thought really good things out of testing, but testing's not racing. So um, really cool to to see it come to fruition and. Uh, you know, a lot of physical racing on a, on a racetrack that we didn't really get to race on last year because of rain. Yeah. You know, we, we, we did participate on it, but it wasn't a race like it was this time. And, um, you know, what a lot of takeaways. The car's got great brakes. It's still unstable. You still, still see them wiggling around. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just, and but to bounce back. You know, you look at it, and, and when I got back on Saturday, Ryan Blaney backs it in the fence in practice and right. wins the pole with the same car without doing anything. Like that car, I talked to Brian about this earlier in the week, but that car would have been go to a backup car if it wow. were last year's car. Yeah. And and they're just so resilient with, with what we've got for cars now. So uh, really cool to, and I think an exceptional race. Yeah, it was. It was fun, that's for sure. We're going to talk to a new winning crew chief, Phil Surgeon, is going to join us. So look forward to talking with him. I had a, a really neat visit with Kevin Harvick. Um Kevin has been very, very, um, I think he's guarded his words over the last six months when it comes to this car. 
um, did an interview, and, and, and those of you, you'll be able to hear it on uh, MRN on our pre-race show, uh, a little bit more open with his thoughts on the car. His thoughts on the car, to paraphrase, was, I thought it was going to be a disaster. It's turned out significantly better. It's not been a disaster. It's been really, really good. That's kind of my assessment. That, uh, that That's a championship-winning driver's assessment. And again, you can hear that on a pre-race coverage on MRN uh, this weekend. Richmond, crew chief's assessment, is, is, is it the same? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you look at you look at in it. This car is almost bred more more contact racing. Yeah, because side by side racing and banging doors and and hitting fenders, they they pop back out with the composite bodies. So you don't have. We haven't seen cut tires out of. You used to you, when cars got together, somebody would cut a left rear, or you know the those steel bodies would come in and right. cut tires. We don't see that. Um, you know they, they've been pretty resilient. It's kind of leveled the playing field to a lot of people. It's a, uh, it's it's got it where even the, you know as we're talking to Phil today, right? Here's a, a team that started up last year. Yeah, they've they've taken over some 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 of the Chip Ganassi investment. Sure, um, but somebody even if you want to talk about the say it's a, a continuation of the Chip Ganassi program. Sure, because Phil's they weren't it is, a, yeah they weren't a they weren't a contender weekly. This is a program that that's. I mean, Ross has the most top fives of anybody in the in the series. Yeah. So, um, just speaks for where they've gotten to. They've done a great job. With it. It'll be interesting to see what Phil says about their year so far. It is going to be great. That is for sure. Finally, um, the lost wheel. Um, this time it was Bubba Wallace and and Booty Barker and some of the crew members are getting a four week vacation. Um, this just to me is like. Make sure we get these things attached properly. Am I am I wrong here on this? I, I think so. I think you're on spot there. And, and I, I thought about this as I watched it happen again this weekend. Yeah. And um, to know that, like, if you look at the assembled, uh, the properly assembled wheel assembly, there's two tangs that come out that, that, that they engage and lock the nut. Right. That, that keep it from backing off. So I, I got to believe, this is my speculation sure. just from what I see. But I got to believe that the wheel doesn't actually get indexed on and, and recessed onto the pins, so yeah. that the nut can't actually get far enough on to get to that to get point. to where those those retainers come back out. There's like two push pins in the side of it that the gun pushes in to un, undo the nut. Yeah, that's supposed to be a safety for that, but that nut must not be getting far enough that those come out. So that to me tells me that somehow the wheel and the pins isn't like the pins are high centered on the center right. of the instead of getting into the holes. Right. But, so it's not getting not getting properly indexed, which is leading right. one one problem is leading to another problem, which is not allowing the safety mechanism to take place. Purely my speculation from only watching the race. Thing. Sure. I've not yeah. talk to people in the industry and, and I may be way off on this one, but I, I feel like that's that's what's going on because you see it. It's not across the board. It no. happens like in individual cases. But to to what you've talked to Skip Flores, yeah. uh, the changer on the front changer on the two car, uh, and he talked about how fast things are happening. Yeah, that you can't really process it, and the game's not. You know, I I kind of relate it back to when I first drove a race car. The first time I I went through a start, yeah. it's going a million miles an hour. We haven't even started yet, and as you get years on, everything slows down. The game slows down for you, and as this pit stop becomes more routine to these pit crew members. It'll slow down where they can process it and start to see something. Process it and say that didn't feel right. That didn't seem right. That didn't seem like on the right spot. Yeah, I I feel like that's going to come. Yeah, I think it will come too. And 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 it's and it's 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 glaring because the penalty is rough. 
Yes. Which which we don't need tires flying around these racetracks. Okay, so I, I have no problem with the four race penalty. I have no problem with that at all. Uh, but it does stand out because it is a significant penalty. But yet you look at it and we get one about every other week. It, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, and in and, and the old day with a five lug nut. Oh, gosh. You'd, you'd have a lot of indication to it because one of them would still be tight. You know, yeah. somewhere in the five, the one would be tight. And you'd have a vibration because the, the wheel was only pinned yeah. with a nut on one side of it. Where I don't know how the, what the sensation is. That, that'd be a great question for a driver at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Good that's stuff. That's had a loose wheel. That's had a loose wheel this year. What, what they a, feel what coming a, in. What they feel. It. Yeah. Neat stuff, for sure. That is for sure. And speaking of neat stuff... How about track house racing getting that first win as a team? And Phil Surgeon, the new first-time winning crew chief, he joins us next here on Crew Call. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on Motor Racing Network, and uh, really, really enjoy when we get the chance to talk to first-time winners. And joining us from over at Trackhouse Racing after that career first win, Crew Chief Phil Surgeon. Hello, Crew uh, Phil. Welcome into a Crew Call. Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. What is the reaction been like for you personally after getting that first win? What's 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 the journey been like since Sunday evening? Uh, you know, it's a complete mix of emotions it, it, it took, it took a while for it to really sink in and, and understand the gravity of what just happened. You know, you work, you work really hard and long hours and, uh, you know, it all transpires so quickly that it takes a little while for it to set in. And, and that was the case for me and, and for a lot of people around at track house, but, you know, it's a combination of just excitement. Number one, you know, just being proud of what we've been able to accomplish at track house every every person man and woman here that's that's put in the effort uh and just to have something to show for those efforts is has been really really fun to be a part of talk us through uh talk us through the emotions of the last three or four corners there it had to be for yourself and and even watching your crew guys and 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 justin marks who was down there as with you guys yeah I, yesterday i actually saw some video of below the pit box everybody watching the tv and you know we 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 break away to a eight or ten car length lead coming off a of turn three and uh you know everybody's kind of on the edge of their seat and uh you can kind of see them tapping their heels and uh and then all of a sudden the elite evaporates and you can see everybody just kind of get a little bit more tense and then you know uh 
there's a little bit of contact and we lose the lead and the 48s there and everybody's, you know, kind of, I don't know, is a little bit deflated and then a little bit more contact. And then we round the corner in 20 and everybody's standing up and cheering. And it was, uh, it was a bit of a roller coaster for me and uh, everybody, everybody else, I'm sure. No doubt. I just can't imagine what that's like. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it, it's got to be just so surreal to be able to do that. Watching that car, though, you, you took us to turn 20 and seeing that car. What is that like, though, when you see that car out in front, nobody behind going to be able to get to you, and watching that car roll up that long straightaway, the crowd going wild, everything. What's that like uh, as a crew chief to watch that moment? Uh, uh, that that moment's great. You know, that it's just uh... – you know, it's just a rush of emotion that hits you all at that at that point. Uh, particularly being the first win for Trackhouse, first win for myself as a crew chief, first win for Ross in the Cup Series. You know, it was just there's just so much intensity and, and emotion from everybody at that moment, and uh, you know, you just you can't wait to get down off the box and just celebrate with your guys. You look at your organization. Uh, at Trackhouse, and, and I would say arguably one of the strongest Cup teams uh, so far this year. You're leading. You're leading the the series with top fives, uh, with four of them. Uh, you're tied for the lead in top tens. Your teammates got uh, top fives and top tens, and, and lots of speed. Led the led the first stage of the race this weekend. What do you attribute that to with, with Trackhouse Racing? Uh, you know, there's there's several components of it. Obviously, the next gen car has been a good opportunity to reset on a lot of things and allow us to focus on, you know, not manufacturing the cars and, and not uh, having to worry about uh, body builds and, and things that we would have in the past. So we've got a smaller box of things to focus on. And, you know, within the track house organization, uh, we work together really closely as a team. The one in the 99 groups work more closely and are, 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 you know, work together better than I've ever seen two teams work together in this sport. I, I've been doing it for for 17 or 18 years, and uh, I've never seen that kind of camaraderie, that kind of teamwork uh, within a single building. And, you know, we're just as happy for the 99 bunch when they're fighting for the win at Fontana um, as as we are. Uh, so, you know, that that group effort is is certainly a component of that. And then you know, the next gen car allowing us to focus on a smaller box of optimization, uh, certainly a component of that as well. You talk about the teamwork piece between the one and 99. Um, obviously, you and Ross got to work together at, at Chip Ganassi last year. How much of the group that you guys had together, your core group, is still together in, in, in what is now the one car? Uh, a good bit of it. So I, I've got my car chief, I've got my front end mechanic, um, I've got I've got a bunch of guys that came over from the 42 car. We've since added a couple additional guys, which have, which have worked out really well. Um, I've got a, a great group of guys on the road with me. Um, my pit crew is the same guys that I ended last year with. And, you know, they're, they're, they're an important part of this puzzle too. You know, they've been, I think they're on average the so far for the season, they're the best on pit road. Um, and you know, it, it goes deeper than that. You know, we, we kept a good number. I'm going to say, I'm just going to guess 70% of the, the CGR employees still work here. And uh, it's the best 70% of the guys that we had at CGR. So, uh, and then obviously we brought in some existing track house guys and we hired some more from the outside and we've got a really great group. 
it is it is kind of fascinating because we talk about this being a new team, although you haven't moved. You know, you're still at the same building. You're still at the same race shop. The ownership kind of moved in the 99 team with it. That integration between you and and Travis and that group, how how what do you attribute the success to that in such a in such a quick time period? Yeah, so a couple of components there, you know, Trackhouse brought uh, only a few employees. They only had a few employees last year um, and they brought a, a good number of those people. So, you know, single digit numbers. So we've been able to integrate. I was able to integrate with those guys really quickly. And then we brought in some new people from the outside to, to staff both teams and the shop. And, um, you know, me and Travis have gotten along great from the word go. Um, for me, it was less of a change. You know, I'm still sitting at the same desk in the same building uh, with at a two car team, you know, for Travis, it's obviously a lot different. He's in an all new facility with different people supporting him at a, at a two car organization now versus a one car. So for me, it's been probably an easier transition than it would have been for, for some of those guys. It's uh, talking about change and what happens uh, just kind of going off, off on this one, but uh, the wind tunnel time allocations, as I remember it at, when I was there, it was team restricted. And, and this year it became manufacturer restricted how has that changed um, what, how your daily work and, and integration with that wind tunnel time work? Yeah, so obviously now it's done by the OEM. So all of the Chevrolet key partners have to work together to, to utilize that time most efficiently. Uh, I think it's 300 hours for, for each OEM in the tunnel. And uh, it certainly changes things. You have to, uh, because time is more limited, you have to only the only test the highest priority items um, and everybody's got to agree to the test plan before we go. Um, unlike in the past where we got pretty much uh, free reign to test whatever we wanted and prioritize the items, however we wanted to. Now it's, uh, um, you know, the, the things that I want to see tested aren't necessarily the highest priority of everybody. So there's some give and take there. Uh, I think it's gone really well. Um, within the Chevrolet camp of trying to, you know, get everybody's ideas, put together test plans that everybody's comfortable with. Um, so it's different, but uh, it's going smoothly for us. I um, picked Todd's brain early on, uh, early on our show before we, before we took a break and came and chatted with you. You know, we kind of, we, we, we took the new car to the Coliseum, then we took it to Daytona, then we took it to some intermediates and everyone's like, let's go road course racing. Let's go road coursing racing. Obviously the results were really good for you, but kind of what's your assessment? Did this car perform on the road course as you expected it to better, worse, where, where, where are you at with it as far as the road course performance goes? You know, I, I, I think it did live up to my expectation. It seems obviously it's a, it's built reasonably symmetric, definitely symmetric on the body. The road course suspension can be symmetric, um, sequential shifter, bigger brakes, um, you know, it's it's much more in line with the design philosophy of a, a, a sports car and a road course car. And um, I think we saw that Sunday. Obviously, our performance was good. But throughout the field, there was a lot of good racing, a lot of good reviews from guys talking about, you know, handling benefits, braking benefits. Um, so I think it lived up to the expectation on the road course of being a, a, a really solid road course car. Um, that said, I, I think we've had some fantastic racing at uh, the intermediates in Phoenix, um, arguably better than what we've seen in the past. Uh, so I'm, I'm not displeased with its performance on the ovals either. 
Do you, you know, speak into that? And you've been so limited on car counts and parts. And I know that's that's getting better as we go along. And we've seen cars that went to the Coliseum that went to Daytona's backups. To you know, it's hard for me to fathom this. Do, do you see that this will be a, a a universal car, or do you still see once you get full allocation that you might have one car you set aside just to be a speedway car or 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 road course car? Yeah, at, at this point, I, I see them fairly universal. You know, the, the, the cars as they're coming in are obviously everything's standard. All the parts are standard and we haven't really identified. We've only got a few to choose from. We really haven't identified any characteristics of one or the other that are different enough to merit making it a speedway car or a road course car. Um, in fact, we've turned around some of our cars and reran them already. Um, and, and that's out of necessity at this point. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. It, it, I feel like it's going to be a universal car. Phil, how good of a race car driver is Ross Chastain? He, he's fantastic. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people have seen throughout his career that he was underrated, but now we're, we're giving him the opportunity to showcase his talents. And, uh, you know, he's obviously he's a talented guy. He can drive, but you know, his focus, his determination and the work that he puts into being a, the best race car driver he can is uh, is right there with the best, if not uh, the best effort that anybody's putting in right now. And, and it all it all is coming together right now. Not not and felt like it was a fabulous race this weekend, uh, not not preluding, preluding this one into anything differently. But with this car, it's been more physical racing all across the board, whether it be any place, seems like, you know, door-to-door door door racing's been more, uh, you know, we don't see the cut tires we used to with the composite bodies. How do you feel that that plays out coming forward the next few races we've got, Richmond, Martinsville, Bristol? Yeah, that's that's obviously a, the, the composite body's going to be a big factor of that we're not putting a fender on a tire and cutting them down. We have seen some cut tires. We saw it the other day, but I think that's from – wheel the tire contact from, you know, it's not from your car. It's from somebody else's car hitting you. I think that's likely going to give the drivers a little bit more uh, flexibility when it comes to uh, being physical on the racetrack. And and as we've seen this kind of develop throughout the year, there's probably developing a little bit different comfort level with how far they can push that. Um, you know, for me, when we, we spun in Atlanta, and, and we, we right reared and into the wall. And um, as he's kind of limping back to pit road with flat tires, I'm preparing the guys down below for who I want to go over with what tools. And, you know, they jump over the wall, they change the tires and they look at the suspension and, and they come back up and they're like, okay, what now? And I can't really see the right side all that well. And the body's popped back out. There's nothing to tape up. There's no need for bear bond. And I'm like, uh, okay, put the tires back on, let's roll. Um, and obviously we, it, it didn't really affect the performance at all. So, um, it's just kind of getting your head around what's different. I think unless the body panels are tore off of it, that's going to be the case. It's, it's not going to be much of a factor. If the suspension's intact and the body's still together, it's, it's good to go. Richmond up this weekend. How, and and how comparable is that to, to Phoenix? Probably our closest size track to that. How comparable is it to it? Obviously you guys were good at Phoenix. So what does that mean going into Richmond? Yeah. um, You know, Richmond has its own unique challenges. It's not terribly different than Phoenix, certainly closer than, than other places that we've raced. So we're going to rely on some of the testing work 
or some of the the Phoenix race weekend and the Phoenix test work that we did to go to Richmond, there will be some, you know, the, Richmond has its uniqueness. So there's going to be some small differences, but um, I would expect uh, a typical Richmond race. Honestly, I'm not expecting Richmond to, to race a whole lot different than what we've seen in the past. Do you think with a sequential gearbox and, and the opportunity to shift that that will play into the race at, at Richmond? Yeah, I, I would expect guys to be shifting, particularly after on, on restarts and uh, in situations where they need to pass. I I tend to think that, you know, with 40 laps on your tires and uh, you're probably not going to be able to utilize the downshift. They're, they're, they're struggling to get wide open as it is, so it probably won't be a a factor on a long run, but on a restart or a green white checkered. Yeah, sure. Wow. Fascinating stuff. Really is such a different world. That's for sure. Um, family life, everyone happy with the, uh, with the big win, uh, had to be really neat. You, you guys, you crew chiefs, Todd and I were talking about it. He stepped away to spend some time with the family. You work so hard, family and friends. That had to be pretty neat Sunday night. Whenever you got back to celebrate with, uh, with those people so close to you as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, I got, uh, I'm, I'm married and I have two children, a little girl that's five and, and a little boy who's seven. And, uh, they go to my dad's house and I'll watch the race together. And they sent some videos at the end of the race and they're cheering just as loud as everybody on pit wall and on the pit box. And, um, it was, they were, they were as just as excited as I think everybody else. And it's, uh, it's great to, it's great to see that after the race, I got done with a little bit of media stuff and just took a moment and, and stopped and sat on pit wall and FaceTime them for a little bit. And, uh, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I think that's very cool. I think that's awesome. Phil, congratulations on the win. And, uh, we appreciate the time joining us here on crew call. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There we go. Phil surgeon, the crew chief over at track house racing, getting that career first win. Stay with us more crew call in just a moment. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on Motor Racing Network. We are presented by Flow Racing. Subscribe to Flow Racing, the new name for NASCAR, the new home, that is, of NASCAR Roots. Catch the Wheel and Modifieds, Arkham Menard Series, Pinties, and NASCAR Weekly Races all on flowracing.com. You can subscribe today. I was just looking at the calendar, and I love the NASCAR Weekly Racing Series. 
Season is kicking off. We're into April. Season openers, uh, or not season openers, uh, some racetracks have been going, but this weekend, South Boston, Hickory, Florence, and Evergreen out in Washington are all on Flow Racing. So, awesome. man, I'll tell you what, there's racing all weekend long. That's get for your, sure. Get your Saturday night fix. Get your Saturday night fix. That's for sure. You can go to flowracing.com. We are headed to Richmond. I found it interesting listening to Phil talk about it's it, it he he expects it to race very much like Richmond did in the past. Richmond in the past was a lot of tire wear, some management, some strategy. Todd, what's your expectation? What we're going to see at Richmond? I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and to, to what he said, I, I when you think about how I've had success at Richmond in the past with right. both Joey and and the development we did with Ryan, we got off the brake pedal, we got more smooth, we got more because the place like he like Phil talked about, you get to the point 40, 50 laps into a run that. You can't you can't get wide open on the front stretch. Yeah, like it's you're pedaling and spinning the tires, and, and you'll see guys move down the racetrack and try to get down in part of the racetrack that isn't rubbered up so that they can get better grip. Uh, Kurt Busch comes to mind. He showed showed us that that to us a few years ago, and um, Joey picked up on it pretty quick. But you'd you'd exit like three car widths lower, really, just to get on asphalt that didn't have rubber in it, and you could actually get some better drive down there. So. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with this car, but I think on to Phil's point on restarts, shifting's going to play. Uh, you know, the back stretch is so short compared to the front stretch that you can you can carry more RPM. I wonder if I wonder if early in runs or qualifying, you'll see guys in fourth for the back stretch and fifth for the front stretch. Yeah. Um, the big brakes, they're there, but we don't like to use them. Because so yeah, you just talked about you like to not use brakes and ease it on in there, but you got a whole lot more brake than you had in the past. You do. So I I I, I don't know. Well, well the, all things to look for this weekend when they, when they race down there. It is going to be awesome, that is for sure. Motor Racing Network there all weekend long. We kick it off on Friday night, and I could not be happier that we're kicking it off on Friday night. The Virginia is for Racing Lovers 150, the NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds, their second race of the season. So we're going to have that on Motor Racing Network on Saturday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, NASCAR Cup Series practice and qualifying at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, the Toyota Care 250 for the NASCAR NASCAR Xfinity Series, and on Sunday, we start with our NASCAR Live pre-race show, 2.30 Eastern Time, the Toyota Owners 400 NASCAR Cup Series race. It's going to be a big weekend up there in Richmond, that's for sure. Awesome weekend. Love that it kicks off with the Modified, so they put on a phenomenal show every time they're with us. They really, really do. So you can catch all the action, all of the scheduling, all of that is available at www.mrn.com. Even have reminders on there, so you can send to your uh, notifications that you can be reminded when we're on the air with great racing coverage. We appreciate Phil Surgeon for joining us here on Crew Call. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Crew Call, presented by Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR Roots. Subscribe today at flowracing.com.